So, um, I was thinking about uh, you being stuck at home and what you're up to and what's going on. And so, um, <clears throat> you can binge watch Netflix or Amazon Prime or TV. You can stay in your pajamas all day. You can, um, I don't know, just become a sloth. You could do that. But there's other things that you could do. Um, man, I had some sermon notes here. I'll find them again. Please hold. There we go. So I had the question, you know, are we on, are we on lockdown? Or have we been locked up? Different, but kind of the same, isn't it? Do you know that in prison, when you've been bad, they put you in solitary confinement? For a reason, it's, it's painful, it hurts. It's hard to be alone. So if you're truly alone, um, remember this. Jesus is with you. And we have such a great story that we live in because in this time, you can become isolated and have despair and uh, what's going on God and where are you and this can be a time of being in a cave for you and if it is then invite God into the cave but it can also be a time where you now have time that you didn't have before you know you, you can't go socialize with your friends you can't go out for supper you can't go to the movies you can't go to see a ball game all that time now that you have extra, what are you doing with that? I would tell you to do something intentional with that. Um, and I have a suggestion for you. The time that you're no longer spending at work, the time you're no longer spending driving to work, um, do something good with that time. I have a suggestion for you. If you if you, uh, you need to develop a skill, this would be a perfect time to learn something or to become better at something. And here's what I think you could become better at right now. Something that will change life for you, not just this day, but all of them. Hang on. What happened? Oh, awesome. How long ago? In the middle of the first song? We'll just back up and do it all over. Hey, Teresa, you're supposed to be watching. <laughs> Nobody is. <laughs> you're watching the live version rather than the live version. Or at least get off the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, we're back then. Let me know when we're back. We're back. We're live. Yeah. 
But we're live again? Yep. Oh my, we, we did a party foul and got kicked off Facebook. But we're back. Are we back? Can you see me? Raise your hand if you can see me. Perfect. It's so good to see your faces again. Actually, I wish I could see your faces again. What you missed was the second half of a really good worship song and then a time of communion and of offering. And uh, so I'll repeat the offering thing for you because you, you really wanted to hear that, I know. If you go to tithe.ly slash give and look for Hiawatha Christian Center, you can uh, help contribute to keep the lights on here at this place. And we love you. If God has blessed you, you can bless us. Uh, God loves a cheerful giver, so give out of, out of your blessings. Um, are you locked down or locked up? We don't know the difference. But uh, in prison, if you've been bad, they put you in solitary confinement because it's cruel and punishment. And so you could be feeling that way today, and you could consider this isolation, and you could find yourself in despair and disillusionment and even depression. And I would pray if you find yourself there that you would invite Jesus into that and let him be your comfort and guide. Let the Holy Spirit counsel you. But for most of us, we have more time in our day. And so I would encourage you that um, with this extra time you have, get up, get dressed, get your clothes on. Put some structure in your day. And with this extra time you have, improve a skill you have. And I want to talk about a skill today that maybe you have and maybe you don't have. And the skill I want to talk about is listening prayer. Do you know that God speaks? God loves to speak, in fact, all through Scripture. From Genesis to Revelation, what we see is God speaking. God has things to say to you and to me. Um, what I've discovered over the years about God is <clears throat> God does not often speak in an earthquake or a thunderstorm or any kind of great... God speaks when it's still and quiet. But he has many, many things to say to you. Uh, in John 27, it says... Jesus said, my own sheep will hear my voice and I know each one and they will follow me. The Bible doesn't talk a lot about Jesus speaking to you because it's just assumed all through. Do you know what one of the names for Jesus is? The Word. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. Jesus loves to talk. So does the Father. So does the Holy Spirit. And so, if you have never thought of that, about Jesus talking to you, let me ask you something about the Bible and the way you read it. Is the Bible a book of exceptions or a book of examples? I believe it to be a book of examples, showing us the way God's people will live. Oh, it shows plenty of the bad and also shows lots of the good. And it's just an example of what it's like to live with God. And God spoke often and frequently. In John 16, 13, it says, mm -hmm. 
But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears. And he, he will tell you what is yet to come. The spirit of truth will guide us into all truth. In James it says, if any man lacks wisdom, he should ask. And so I frequently lack wisdom. And uh, previously I would try to gather information and educate myself so that I could make a good decision. And I'm not trying to say any of that is wrong. It's just lacking. We have something better. And that is, if you lack wisdom, ask God. And so, that's the first part of listening. So, I'm a father. I have four kids. What kind of relationship would I have with my daughters if I did not speak to them? If they only spoke to me? And then my only response would be a letter I wrote to them many years ago. What kind of relationship would that create? Cold, distant, dying? Yeah, that's not the kind of relationship God wants to have with us. Your Heavenly Father loves you so much. He has so much for you to, to know that He wants to say to you. So this is a good time to practice and develop that habit of listening to God. So there's basically four ways that you can hear from God. See, hear, feel, know. What's it mean to see? Well, visions, pictures, images, dreams. God can speak to you letting you see something and it's very dynamic and a beautiful picture of what God has and some of you are very talented and gifted at seeing and some of you have never seen anything but to know that that's a category that God speaks in he lets us see things he also um, lets us hear now every now and then in scripture God would break protocol and speak out loud like after Jesus was baptized, the father just couldn't hold it in anymore. He says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And so there's times today that God can speak to you in an audible voice that you can hear. But more likely and more common, it's an inaudible voice. You know, all the conversation that goes on in your head? Hearing. You can also feel just like you can tell if it's warm or cold, you can also feel if it's evil or good, if there's hate or love. You can feel things. And finally is knowing. You can know. Um, you can know lots of things. You can know things because you have been studying and learning something, or you can know things because God has revealed them to you. So, hear, see, feel, know the main categories of how God speaks to us. So I need to say, I have some warnings about listening to God and hearing from God. Because, um, well, here's the truth. 
every nut job I ever knew who killed a bunch of people says something basically like this. Yeah, God told me to kill them. And so that's why we need to have some warnings. Because not everything that you think is from God is from God. So, like hearing, impressions on your spirit can come from four different things. First, they can come from your own mind. It can be your own thought. Second, it can be the thoughts of others, the world. Third, it can be the thoughts of our enemy, Satan. And fourth, it can be the thoughts of God. So how do you know when you're listening who's speaking? Well, one of the beautiful things about being in the kingdom of God is he's given us authority. And so as we are entering into a time of listening prayer, the first thing we want to do is take authority. And by the cross of Christ, we close the mouth of our enemy and the world. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. And as we're listening, we close his mouth. Don't speak now, Satan. And what about our own thoughts? Well, Paul tells us that we should take our thoughts captive into Jesus Christ. And so when we're listening prayer, we do that. Jesus, I take my thoughts captive and make them be yours. So now as we have entered into a time of listening, we've shut off all the other voices and only allow the voice of God to speak. Um, but as a secondary way of protection, test the spirits. In 1 John 4, it says, 1 John 4, 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So I would tell you, especially as you're developing this habit and skill, it takes a while to recognize someone's voice, right? And even after you've been doing it a while, you can get confused. I mentioned my four daughters. Sometimes when one of my daughters calls me, I get confused and think it's a different daughter because their voices sound similar. Here's the thing. The enemy masquerades as an angel of light. He doesn't come in with a big sign saying, I'm Satan and want you to know this. He pretends to be God when he's saying it. So, when you are listening, test the spirits. What's the best way to test the spirit? Well, first, ask God, is this from you, God? And secondly, think about the fruit of what you've heard. Will it bring chaos? Will it break unity? Will it cause confusion and ungratefulness? Will it break love? Because the words from God, always, the fruit of them is always love. Now, it may not be love the way you know it, but it will always be love. And the fruit of it will be God being glorified and other people drawn to God. And if you're hearing something in your head that does not produce that fruit, I really challenge you to think again and listen again. And maybe even consult with other believers in Christ. I think God is telling me this. And ask them to pray with you. One of the things about listening prayer, especially when you have so much invested in the answer, it can add a lot of stress. 
So one way to practice listening prayer is to listen on behalf of others. To listen, to, to hear what they need. So we've been talking about warnings and shutting off these other voices and testing the spirits. And here's another warning. In order to really be able to hear God, you've got to be willing to hear no. And you've got to be willing to hear yes. So we're praying, God, should we go to Disney World this summer for our family vacation? And if you're not willing to hear no, you probably won't hear from God. You have to consecrate this answer before you, before you receive it. God, I'm really asking you. I'm not asking for your vote. I'm asking you to lead, that your will would be done, Jesus. So speak to us in this. So we totally consecrate the decision or the issue to God. We give it all to you, God. We want your kingdom to come and your will to be done in this area of things. So my last warning is this. In the Old Testament, they were prophets, and they heard from God, and they told all the people. One of the biggest sins a prophet could commit was saying that God said something that God did not say. So I want to warn you that if you start listening to God, and you hear God saying things, and you run out and tell everyone else, be very sure that you're not being a false prophet. Be very sure that the words that you're saying are the words you heard from God. Test the spirits. Verify it with someone else. Don't run out and say, especially this. This used to happen to me all the time. Maybe you can relate. A friend of mine or a, a church member would say, I'd been praying and God told me that you should. And I just want to warn you and caution you that that's typically not the way God works. Typically, the way God works is he tells the person who needs to do something what they need to do. So be very careful about what you say and how you say that it was from God. So, talking about listening prayer. Now, some real, some real things you can do to practice it. And I would tell you, if you've never done this before, you can start on your own, but it probably would be wise to start with a small group. Many of you are in a small group right now at home. Many of you have a parent or two and a kid or two. The perfect definition of a small group. So get in a small group. I would say that it needs to be a low-stress, fun environment, especially if there are children present. It should be fun. Maybe start with some worship and calm yourselves down and relax. Don't be stressful. Don't be in such a bind. One of, the, one of the things that shuts off our ears the most is the stress of needing to hear right now. So if you're a rookie at this, don't start with something ultimately life-changing. Start with something small. The great question to always start with is, God, do you love me? Because the answer is always yes. And if you hear something else, you know that wasn't God. So here we are in a small group and we have an issue or something we need some wisdom on. So, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we come to you in the name of Jesus asking about whatever it is. We are seeking wisdom about whatever it is. Let there be light, Jesus. So, presenting this 
decision, question, topic to God. And then we bring the cross of Christ, take authority over Satan and his fallen angels, and we command that they do not speak at this time. And we also submit our own voice to the shed blood of Jesus and command that our own thoughts be taken captive by Jesus. And then I ask God that you would speak to me now and all other voices would be silenced. And wait. God speaks in stillness and quietness. So a nice place in your home for me, the woods are a great place to listen from God. Wherever you can be, that you can hear from Him, that you're not distracted. As, as you're sitting and listening and other things come to mind, surrender them to Jesus and put those out of your head. Restate, repeat the question, reframe it, and ask again. And then, I'm forgetful. So this is a suggestion for old people. Write down what you hear. What might you hear? You might hear a very clear answer. Or you might be reminded of a scripture verse. Or a song. Or you might see a scene that, that is speaking to you. And you may not just get a yes or no. You may get some other things, more data that helps you know. But stay there and listen. And ask yourself, all these things that I'm thinking, are there, what themes are emerging in these things I'm hearing? Is there a story being told? What scriptures or songs? And then pause and ask again and listen again. One of the reasons I suggest you do it with kids, they're pretty good at this. They don't have all the baggage that us old people have. They're pretty good at listening to Jesus. And so... Be like them. Learn to listen. Ask them. So if you're in this group and you spend some time, and how much time? I don't know. Maybe 10 minutes? Maybe 5? Maybe 15? I don't know. I will tell you that when you're sitting alone being still, if you don't have any practice at this, a minute of stillness can feel like a day. So don't rush it. Just slow down. Use your watch. Ask again. You'd be surprised how long this feels like if you're not comfortable doing it. Develop that skill of being quiet. Um, as you listen and as you ask Jesus, sometimes I start hearing an answer before I can even finish my, my question. And sometimes I don't hear anything at all. And sometimes I have to go back again and again and ask. And sometimes it's just as clear as can be. Does that mean that I'm doing it wrong? Oh, friends, there's so many things I don't understand about why I can't hear or why God doesn't speak. I will remind you of uh, Daniel. One day Daniel prayed. And then he fasted and prayed for 21 days. And after the 21 days, an angel from God appeared to him. And the first thing the angel of God said was, God heard your prayer on the first day, but it took me 21 days to get here with the answer. He had to fight his way through Babylon. 
There's many factors going on for why we hear and why we don't hear. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up hope. Listen. Repeat. Do it again. Remember when you first learned to ride a bike? Chances are you weren't very good at it. It was wobbly and shaky and you fell over a lot. But you got back on the bike and you did it again. It's the same way with learning to listen. You will get this because God loves to speak. Finally, I want to close with this in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 15. Hebrews 3, 15. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Here's the thing. Why did you want to hear from God? Because you wanted his wisdom. You wanted his leadership. You wanted his direction. You consecrated the decision and the event to God. And now God has spoken. And now you should do what he said. You should do what he said. Um, do not harden your hearts. One of the best ways to shut off communication from God is for you to have a hard heart. You ask God to speak. He spoke. Do what he said. You can trust him. He loves you. He has good plans for you. Now, one final counsel. Before you blow up your household, before you quit your job and sell your house and disrupt your whole life, seriously, ask your brothers and sisters to join you in prayer and pray about this. Um, it doesn't mean God's not speaking and it doesn't mean that you didn't hear correctly it may just be a matter of timing just because you heard you're supposed to go to Africa and be a missionary doesn't mean you're supposed to leave this afternoon so that's the next question okay God you want me to go to Africa when? right? so keep coming back to God and keep walking with him and, and involve your brothers and sisters in Christ in these decisions.